This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Flying can be a stressful experience for some people, and it is essential to recognize that passengers, when they've bought that ticket, have certain rights. And that's why we've worked for the past three years to put in place a passenger rights bill that is fair and that is simple and clear. That's the Transport Minister Mark Garneau earlier today explaining why this new Air Passenger Bill of Rights has come into effect. For good, for bad, we don't know. I mean, the airline industry is not exactly excited about it, and they're contesting this in court. Let's find out what it all says for the passengers' interest. Elliot Silverstein has joined us on the line, the manager of government relations with the CAA, South Central Ontario Bureau. Uh, Elliot, it's good to have you on the Oakley Show. Hi there. Hi there. Thanks for having me. All right. Uh, From your perspective, uh, the Air Passenger Bill of Rights, good or bad idea? You know, it's a great idea. I think, you know, what we're going to see is that it's going to take some time to come into effect. And there's two particular time frames. There's the pieces that come into effect today and the remainder that come into effect in December. So while we would have loved to have seen everything happen on day one, at least we're going to see things come into effect over the next four or five months. Now, the compensation measures for uh, delayed flights up to 2400 at the top end and uh, for lost or damaged luggage, $2,100. Uh, Does that seem about appropriate? I mean, and and besides that, how would you then make a claim? How would that be processed? So the individual traveler is going to have to make a claim. Um, There is a website that the government has created around air passenger protection. But really what, what this comes down to is that this is an opportunity to really say that consumers need to know their rights. This is where they have to go and understand what they're entitled to when it comes to these types of compensations and then ask for it. So that, um, unfortunately, it doesn't necessarily come in hand um, automatically, but this is really now for, for people like CAA and others to really say, these are your rights, this is what you're entitled to, and make sure you get it because there has been a lot of work going into this over the last number of years to make sure that air travelers are protected. Yeah, for example, it says effective in December, airlines must also compensate passengers up to $1,000 for delays or cancellations within their control. Uh, I can see this one being contested. This sounds almost subjective. What does that mean, within their control? And that's part of the challenges around the gray areas, because I think that that's where a lot of the data is going to have to be collected um, by the government and making sure that that customers are making their claims because we need to understand where the challenges are lying. Are there particular airlines or particular airports that are the problem? Um, Because this is where we want to make sure that uh, consumers are being reimbursed, but there are in many effects some out clauses or gray zones for airlines when it comes to what is or isn't in their control, because that could be very much subjective. Again, with Elliot Silverstein, Manager of Government Relations for the CAA South Central Ontario Bureau, talking about this new Air Passenger Bill of Rights that's come into effect. But I understand because this is uh, highly controversial, the airlines are fighting back and they filed a court application and that application says that carriers are going to face steep costs without any proof of any damage to the passenger in question. So that gets to the subjectivity of all of this. Uh, This could be embroiled in court for a while, no? It could be. And I think, you know, one thing that we have to remember is that this didn't happen overnight. This is the result of many years of effort um, by many organizations to look at uh, protecting passengers. We've seen other measures in place in the U.S., in, in Europe, that this is not something that is new, but it is something that is that is different in, in how uh, it's operating in Canada. And it does provide some assurances for travelers in Canada 
who've expressed various types of frustrations, not getting their luggage, having their luggage damaged, having issues seating, uh, being seated with their children. All these issues are going to be addressed and resolved between now and the end of the year, which is a great step forward. And certainly recognize that, that uh, the airlines need to do their due diligence on some issues. But really, this is a, this is a net win for passengers no matter what. But Elliot, the airlines in fighting back are saying, look, this is already exceeding the mandate because we've got this uh, overarching body that uh, more or less o- oversees uh, air, uh, these uh, these carriers. It's IATA out of Montreal. It's a trade organization. They've got 290 airlines under their umbrella, and they say they've got a convention, the Montreal Convention from 99, that already put rules in place to indemnify passengers and so on and so forth. Uh was that inadequate? Was that leaving too many passengers frustrated, uh, illy compensated, so on and so forth, and needs to be superseded now with these new uh, this new Air Passengers Bill of Rights? Uh, really what it comes down to is it's a lot of evolution. I think that we've seen a lot of challenges with a lot of different airlines, but really the information has not been front and center for a lot of passengers. You have to dig for information. Things can vary from airline to airline depending on who you're dealing with, what agent you're talking to, the length of your, of your flight, and so forth. This provides some very standard information for travelers based on time frame, based on other issues around uh, children and, and, and uh, the the issues with baggage. This provides some standardization to the issues and that it's clear that people can understand the issues before they travel um, and access the information in hand at the airport so that if they're being um, subjected to some issues, they can pull it up on their phone or on their tablet and say, this is what I'm entitled to. This is what I'm um, allowed to have. And this is what you're supposed to be providing to me. And that you no longer have this ambiguity. You have it in very clear English. Right. Like you miss a connection to, I don't know, a cruise line or something like that. The airline, if they're responsible for that delay, they got to pay you, right? Well, it depends on the situation per se, and, and and again, how it goes back to you know what the rationale, what what the cause of it was. Um, again, you know there are some things that are within the control and otherwise. But when you look at the the, the various elements, and you know we you know you always talk about um, wanting to make sure people are prepared, knowing where you're going, taking out the necessary insur- insurance. This is another type of assurance that you're going to have because this is going to uh, provide the ability to make sure that if there are issues, whether you're bumped off a plane or otherwise, that you're properly. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Uh, taken care of by the airlines so that you ultimately do get to your destination or your home safely. Yeah, they even talk about uh, covering transporting musical instruments. And I'm thinking to myself, has somebody along the lines damaged a rare Stradivarius and you get a $50 voucher in return? Uh, any idea if this is a common occurrence here, damaging of musical instruments? You know, I think it's because of the size of it and the type of care that has to go along with it. I mean, certainly, you know, we, don't, we do know that a lot of people take various types of possessions and prized possessions with them. This is obviously an important piece because of the weight and the size of them. And, and I think it's an important step that it does show that there are issues, big and small, that are being addressed through these issues. Because whether it be damaged baggage and your, your, your personal effects or something that's, that's potentially a professional item like a musical instrument, there are various uh, terms and conditions involved here. I wonder how you quantify the loss 
loss of a pet or damage to a pet. Uh, that could be a whole other ball of wax. But here's another complaint that's being lodged uh, by, I guess, critics of the plan that ultimately the airlines are not going to suffer. They'll pass the costs on to the passenger. Now, would they typically be insured against these kinds of losses for compensation, or would it be just a flow-through and you'd see your airline ticket now go up by 20% or whatever? There is the potential that you may see increases um, from the airlines. I think, you know, we are on day one of a brand new regime, so it's very early to tell um, what it's going to be. We, we don't have any information around how many payouts have happened, and quite, quite honestly, there may not have even been one filed, uh, filed claim so far. But I think that once we have the opportunity and keep the government to task about getting that information out in the public, uh, in the public realm, that's going to be critical because we want to make sure that people understand and know how, many, how, how frequent this is. And if, if there is, you know, the need for it, then we understand that the justification around it. But right now, we're so early in the stages that, uh, you know, we want to make sure people understand, but at the same time, do what you need to do in terms of being prepared, as well as taking out the necessary travel insurance um, to avoid other situations from happening as well. Right. So you'd have travel insurance uh, in addition to this. That would be advisable as well. And would this govern uh, only domestic carriers like uh, WestJet, Air Canada, Porter, so on and so forth, or does it involve any flights leaving Canada or entering Canada? So these are the flights that that are that are um, re- related to Canadian departures. So this will be related to the to the airlines that are that are working within this. So it is the the WestJet, the the, the Air Canada's, and so forth. Um, you know, certainly I think you know what we're going to be seeing in the in the near future is, is a is a lot of questions and a lot of answers at the same time because this is new not only for the airlines but for the consumers. And I think that you know really having these conversations, having the ability to educate people to know what they're entitled to, and really um, be prepared is so critical going forward. All right. So if you're flying out of Pearson on Lufthansa and on your way to Berlin or whatever, and you're delayed, uh, you get compensated. So it, it should be, uh, I, be- I believe it is, is what is originating out of Canadian airports. Um, but there are, there are some conditions that apply specifically. But I know that the, the main focus has been around the domestic airlines themselves. Um, again, I would suggest that everybody who is taking an international uh, airline, uh, not based in Canada, to check the information on the, uh, on the website to get that additional information to make sure they're fully covered. Right. And uh, as you say, it's very early in the game right now, so we don't know if there's uh, actually any claim that's been uh, put forth yet. When they do start coming in, that'll be interesting to see how they're handled. And uh, is there a timeline by which they should be settled, or can they, uh, the airlines rag the puck on this and make you wait indefinitely? I believe that they they want to try and turn it around as as quickly as possible, but I think we're very much in a brand new state. So you hope they're going to be result, resolved in a short amount of time. But I think that's also where it's important to hold the government to account. They've taken all these measures, but if we don't see the data and reports being produced, then we certainly don't know what if, if this is a success or a failure because um, there's a lot of great pieces that are coming into this, but it's only going to be as good as the data that's collected and the information that's shared so that we can um, make the necessary change to avoid these problems from being systemic. Now, do passengers have an ombudsman they can go to uh, if, in fact, they're not getting satisfaction or uh, under whose rubric does that fall? So the, the, the transport ministry has created a website, airpassengerprotection.ca, um, and that launched earlier today uh, with all the information, not only for what's coming into effect today, but also what's coming up in the future on December the 15th. So there really is a lot of data there to help you understand and be prepared, not only for your summer travels, but as we start thinking about the holiday season coming up this winter, um, what you're entitled to, because there are a lot of changes to a lot of the frustrations that people 
face each and every day, whether it be something as 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 uh, related to families sitting near or, or around your children, uh, to, to other types of measures where flights are canceled or delayed. All right, Elliot, I appreciate your explaining the air passenger protection regulations that came into force. Thank you so much. You got it. Elliot Silverstein, again, is the manager of government relations with the CAA Southern South Central Ontario Bureau. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.